In this morning's brief gospel, which we just heard, Jesus gives his disciples, and he gives us as well, a new commandment. Now, this may seem confusing, because as St. Augustine wrote about 1,500 years ago in one of his letters, he said there's really nothing new about this commandment, if you think about it. I mean, loving one another, it's something which God has taught from the very beginning, isn't it? We hear it throughout the Old Testament as well as the New Testament. And it's really the summary of the Decalogue. The Decalogue is the Ten Commandments. And if you think about the Ten Commandments, there's a natural division which takes place within the Ten Commandments. The first three commandments teach us how to love God. So the first three of the Ten Commandments, they show us the ways in which God desires that we love Him. Now, Commandments 4 through 10, they teach us, they show us how to love people. Well, the Ten Commandments were given to Moses thousands of years before Jesus is preaching this in Galilee or in, in Israel. So what he's telling his disciples and what he's telling us today, it's really nothing new. But what is new about this? If Jesus says it is new, what is the newness about it? After all, Christ is commanding that we love one another as he loves us. Well, since this is a new commandment, and it's not a recommendation, Jesus doesn't say, I have a new suggestion for you. I have a new recommendation. That's not in our translation of the Holy Scriptures, okay? Maybe in somebody else's, but not in ours. I have, I give you a new commandment. So it's something which we should take seriously and try to live out in our life. And in order for us to do this, we first of all have to ask some questions such as this. How did Jesus love his disciples? And how does he love his followers today? And how does he love you and I? And when we answer these questions, we will know how to love others and therefore be able to fulfill that commandment. So let's take a very brief look at the Gospels. How did Jesus love people 2,000 years ago? Which are in fact, the same ways in which he loves us today as well. He, first of all, stands up for those who society hates. And he speaks, he spoke and he interacted with, with lepers who are very unpopular. He interacted with people whom society ignored or ridiculed. He healed those who were ill. He forgave sinners. He gave comfort to those who were in sorrow. He served others. He spoke the truth, even when people didn't want to hear it, he speaks the truth. He gives hope to those who are living in despair. He was simply present to those who were hurting. He prayed for people, and he gives his life for his people on the cross and also in the Holy Eucharist. So how do we love as Jesus loves us? Well, he's shown us how in the scriptures, and we can love others in the same way.
We can be an advocate for the rights of those whom our society ignores, especially the unborn. And we can speak and interact with lepers of our society today, those who are lonely, unpopular, ridiculed, cast out. And they're all around us. They're all around us. You know who they are. People whom nobody else wants to talk to or be with. We can also heal and, and give comfort to those who are ill by visiting the sick, especially those in nursing homes. I'll tell you what, there's been a significant, significant absence of people visiting loved ones in the nursing homes. And I know that part of the reason for that is because of COVID and things like that. But I tell you what, there's a lot of people who've simply been put in, in nursing homes to be forgotten about. There's a lot. And if you know anybody in a nursing home, you should make every attempt to visit them. And if you're not allowed to visit them for one reason or another, you need to write a letter to them. It's very important. Because so many of them, so many have been simply just forgotten about. We can also forgive those who have hurt us as our Lord forgives us. We can serve those in our family, in our workplaces, in our social gatherings. I've been out of the army for 15 days now. Not that I'm counting, but 15 days. But in the army, more often than not, the, the leaders would say, I'm a servant leader. My philosophy, my model of leadership is I'm a servant leader. I, I lead people by serving them. Uh, some were better at that than others. But we see this also in, in corporate America. We see this in small businesses and large businesses and neither uh, and and other organizations and institutions as well. But Christ was the perfect, and he is the perfect servant leader, the perfect one. He leads us by serving us. And when we serve others, we can love them as Jesus loves them. We can also speak the truth. That's a very good way to love people, even when it's not popular, and even when people don't want to hear it. Admonishing the sinner is one of the works of mercy. Not telling them, hey, you're, you're going to go to hell, and I'm happy for that because you're an idiot. We're not saying that. That's not admonishing the sinner. Admonishing the sinner is saying to this person in private, in private, saying, look, I really love you, but you know you're doing something which is destructive in your life, and it's hurting you, it's hurting your family, it's hurting others around you. And out of love for you, I want to help you to avoid that sin. How can I do that? That's admonishing the sinner. That is a work of mercy, and we can do that. We can also give hope to those who have no hope and simply offer them an encouraging word. An encouraging word goes a very long ways, especially today. For anybody who's suffering in their pain, their anxiety, their struggles, their addictions, no matter what they may be. And we can simply be present to others in their need. A lot of people, they get very uncomfortable when they're around somebody or who they want to help somebody who's experienced a tragic loss, a death, uh, maybe a divorce, uh, maybe a significant illness, 
a loss of a job or something like this. And a lot of people say, well, I just don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. Don't say anything, because you'll probably ruin it. Don't say anything. Just be with them. Just be with them in silence. An incredible way to love others. We can also pray for others. And we can give our life for others. Now, most people have never been placed in a situation where they may be asked to give their life, their physical life, for another person. Although some, some people here uh, this morning at this Mass have been placed in that situation before. But just because we're, we're not in a position to be asked to give our physical life for, for somebody doesn't mean that we, we can't give our life for somebody. In the first three centuries of Christianity, the Roman uh, Empire persecution of Christians was on and off, on and off. About every 40 years, there was a significant persecution coming. And there's reasons for that, which I, I can't go into today. But, but during these times of persecution, you would have Catholics lining up in front of the prefect, the governor, the emperor himself to give their life. Because to shed one's blood for the faith, to shed one's blood for Jesus Christ, that was pretty much automatic entrance into heaven. So you had people literally lining up in front of the leaders to say, I'm a Christian and I will, I will not deny it. And they're thrown into the Colosseum, to the animals, from the gladiators, whoever. Well, after Constantine, who is the general of the army of the north, uh, the legion in the north, he approaches Rome in the year 312, and uh, Maxentius is holding Rome, and he makes one of the uh, most incredible military blunders in, in the history of mankind, and he brings his army outside of the walls of Rome. Constantine destroys that army, and Constantine becomes the emperor of the Roman em Empire. And in the year 313, in the Edict of Milan, he legalizes Christianity. He does not make it the official religion, as many people think he did, but he legalizes it uh, so that people won't die if they're practicing Christians now. So all these people who were lining up in front of the emperor just a year or a few months before, ready to give their life for Christ, that wasn't a possibility anymore, at least in, the Roman em in most parts of the Roman Empire. They could not do that. So what did they do? Well, uh, a group of, uh, it was mostly men, but also a few women, they go out into the wilderness. They go out into the desert in what's called the white martyrdom. It's not the red martyrdom. They're not shedding their blood for Christ, but it's that white martyrdom in, in which they're surrendering. They're denying everything about their life and going out into the desert to be closer to our Lord. And that's how we can give our life for somebody, by denying our own, our own preferences, our own needs, our own desires, and maybe even our own wants. By denying those in our own white martyrdom in order to love somebody. That sacrificial type of love. By the way, that's the type of love which the church asks the, the husband and wife to have for each other. That sacrificial type of love. Denying oneself in order to love the other more completely. But we can all do that for any person by simply denying ourselves. Now these 
these ways to love others, especially in denying oneself, these are not popular in our society today. Our society is saying, live for you. Take care of you. Let somebody else or something else, let the government take care of everybody else. You worry about you, and somebody else worry about the other people. But that's not Christian. That's not Catholic. It hasn't been since the very beginning of our faith. So it's not popular, but it is possible when we pray for the grace to be able to love others as Jesus Christ loves them. And it is a, it is a grace given to us. So as we continue with this Holy Mass, we pray. We pray in thanksgiving, first of all, for the many ways in which God has, has loved us. And we also pray for the grace, the courage, the strength, and the wisdom today to love others in this new way, yet it's not a new way to love others as Christ has loved us. Praise be Jesus Christ.